Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, kind of a crazy day again today. Uh, Dow finished down sharply lower, a little bit off the lows today. Uh, the story today, of course, was what's happening in Shortsville, uh, what's happening with the Federal Reserve and their uh, FOMC minutes, what's happening with hedge funds that are crying like little babies because they're being squeezed out of their positions. I want to get into that in a minute as well. That is some interesting stuff. Like a lot of you uh, probably uh, playing the GameStops and the AMCs, uh, we like these short squeezes. We need more of these short squeezes. We need uh, we need to make an example of hedge funds that play by their own set of rules. And then when things go against them, like these short squeezes are, they squeal like little bitches, which is what they've been doing on CNBC for the last couple of days. You know, uh, <clears throat> when we got crushed in the financial crisis of 2008-2009, we being human beings... When our college, our, our children's college funds had to be raided so we could pay our bills, keep a roof over our heads. When so many of us lost our homes in the many, many millions of homes into foreclosure. Utter devastation brought to us and on us by the exact same people that caused it. And then they get bailed out. TARP was $900 billion and we get nothing. Who do we complain to? Who do we whine to? Like little bitches. Nobody. We wore it, right? We, we, uh, we were men and women about it because we had no choice. And they got bailed out with our taxpayer money. So now, these short squeezes are going against them. Again, for GameStop to have 138% of their outstanding shares sold short, more than the outstanding shares, right? Several other companies, same situation. These are being squeezed now. But no one forces hedge fund uh, 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 white-collar cabal criminals. No one forced them to go short AMC and GameStop and these others that are being squeezed. Black, uh, Blackberry, I mean, get down the list. Uh, Tootsie Roll, there's just so many that are being squeezed now. Uh, Best Buy, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're primarily here interested in AMC, which is the one we've been playing in stocks and options. But nobody forced them to short these companies. See, they use leverage of 10 to 1, provided to them by prime, their prime banks. We don't have that. If we have if we have leverage, we have leverage of, of half to one. And then when our brokerage firms like Ameritrade and Charles Schwab did today, when things go against them, they change the rules mid mid game. And they tell you you can no longer do this. Oh, it's not marginable anymore. Oh, you can't buy calls in this anymore. Oh, we don't even let you buy the stock anymore. Because they're being squeezed. Their prime bank is telling them change the rules. They're just retail customers. Change the rules. Who are they going to complain to? This is a deeply conflicted and damaged institution. I'm talking about Wall Street and the banks that needs to be brought to heel. 
That's what has to happen here. And if retail investors can cause short squeezes to put these to put them out of business, then let's keep doing that. You know, it's amazing today. Biden administration even came out and commented on this and said that um, they got they're watching GameStop. They're watching it because there's systemic possible uh, systemic risk are possible here. <laughs> Oh, my God, I tell you, it's enough to drive you crazy. It really is. It really is. But again, we're not whiny little bitches about it. Yeah, we can, we can speak our – the great thing about podcasts and blogs, right, and the growth of uh, really a new industry where we can communicate with each other even as they try to ban us from Twitter and Facebook and shut down Parler. You know, now we have – Reddit and the subreddits, right? We can go, we continually find ways to communicate. You know, it, but it does show their desperation, does it not? They're on the run, folks. We are winning and we're the big time majority. We're the massive majority. Remember that. That's the power that we have. And that power is by working with each other, being part of a community that number one gives a shit, that number two doesn't roll over, right? And number three, knows that we're in the right. And when you know you're in the right, you have a special kind of power. And these hedge funds, I think they're feeling the pressure. If you saw CNBC today, you know, you saw uh, this real rock star of a guy. If you don't know him, start following this guy. Chamath, I'm going to totally botch his last name. First name is Chamath Palahapatia. Okay? He is... um, the CEO of Social Capital, he's, I mean, he's a, a legendary stock picker and early round investor of companies. Uh, he was an early Facebook executive and now he's the CEO of Social Capital, founder, and he's also, of course, the founder, the owner, one of the owners anyway, of, um, and a kind of the front man, really the front man owner uh, for the Golden State Warriors. And he's running for governor of California on a platform of zero state taxes, right? Keeping, bringing people back into the state with some very creative strategies that make sense, that would work in any state, by the way, even bankrupt states like California and New York and Illinois and New Jersey, okay? Chamath Palahapatia. Great follow on Twitter, by the way. He was on CNBC today where he just eviscerated CNBC's Scott Wapner. I mean, totally eviscerated the guy. And he went into these issues about, you know what? We weren't belt uh, mom and pop investors, regular people weren't retail investors weren't bailed out after 2008, 2009. We just got shit on. And now the hedge funds are losing and listen to them whine. Listen, now they want to change the rules of the game. Now they're getting their, their buddy, Joe Biden administration, they're getting them involved. So we're monitoring the situation. What does that even mean? I think. At this point, because retail investors are back in this game, folks, that's, that's the great thing about what's happening now is – and this is what I love about it. And this is what Bitcoin did, by the way. Bitcoin, we've been talking about this for years. The great thing about Bitcoin was that it resurrected individual investors. It brought people back from the dead that had been wiped out because of George Bush, the financial crisis, and the Barack Obama – Destroying our health care, all of these socialist programs, uh, 9-11, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Of course, it didn't exist. $7 trillion spent on two wars. 
What an awful, awful 10, 15 years. Bitcoin brought people back from the dead, gave them hope. Not, maybe you didn't make money in it, right? But you saw people that were. You read about people that were. You saw it happen for yourself. And what's funny now is that Bitcoin is going down. Why is Bitcoin going down? Because people are coming back into the stock market. And they're playing these short squeezes. And they're crushing. Again, if you're listening to this, it's not you. Just The opportunities are evolving. They're here right now. The point being is that the little guy has a chance again. And I, I think the bigger point here is if Wall Street, Biden, you know, these hedge fund, true assholes, smarmy, smarmy people. If they try to change the rules of the game for these short squeezes, they got themselves in this mess. They got to get themselves out of this mess. How about this? Cover your short. Hedge, whatever. <laughs> By the way, it's really the hedge funds that are driving this. They, they, they're enjoying every bit of it. Hedge funds eat their own. The wealthy eat their own. They don't, there's no loyalty there. Uh, the smart money is playing these squeezes. Know that. And that's why they're going to continue. That, that's, that's, that's the way we see it. But the retail investor is back in the game. And that's a great long-term thing. And again, if they try to change the rules, <laughs> they thought the White House insurrection, right? Insurrection on the Capitol. They thought that was a big deal. You want to see a real insurrection? Try to keep people from, from uh, buying stocks that are being squeezed. Try to change the rules of the game again on retail investors and watch what happens. Right? This has been a clarion wake-up call. And I really hope and I, I think that we could be living through a kind of a seminal moment in investing history, maybe U.S. history, where you know, the, the institutions that are, are most, if you want to talk about you know, uh, white, uh, white uh, privilege, folks, that's Wall Street. That's banks. That's what that is. Take them down. They deserve it. There may be a move fit that can change all of that. We may be living through a very interesting time in history where this is happening right before our eyes. Chamath Palapatia, however you say his last name, that's exactly what he said on CNBC today. He said, you want to be on the right side of history. You want to be on the right side of history. He knows what's coming. I think we do too. This is very good, folks. This is very good. Okay, real quick on the markets. Dow Jones, uh, again, not a, not a pretty day. Dow Jones down 633 at 30,303. I'm going to cover it quickly. Pretty much 2% losses across the board, except for NASDAQ down 2.6%, and SP 500 also down 2.6%. And it was really some ugly action. Like, we started seeing this yesterday when we had some housing uh, earnings reports and housing HGX, the housing index. Great earnings, but HGX went down. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the same thing yesterday with the semis, right? Semis were down. They led the way lower yesterday. Folks, ugly today. SMH uh, semi-ETF down 5%. So this is not, if you're bullish, at least short term, this is what you want to see. But, but Joe Biden, the Biden administration, if anybody can screw up this bull market that Trump has left us, this great economy, U.S. and globally, against 20, $20 trillion globally. In, in fiscal and monetary stimulus. We've been saying $15 trillion, and then we saw a piece yesterday from Zero Hedge, pr pretty well researched and written, that, that says that total now is $20 trillion. So that, that's what's supporting the market. It's liquidity. Corporate earnings are really coming back. We're looking at a, a period now for this quarter 
and what we think will be the next two quarters where, where earnings should just demolish the comps they had from their uh, quarters of, of the last year. So, um, but we don't, you, know, you don't want to see semis down. You don't want to see this kind of action. Uh, we had earnings today, by the way, uh, just after the bell here. Uh, Apple just, just destroyed their first $100 billion quarter. <laughs> revenues year over year up 21%. They beat on revenues by $8 billion. Okay, that's Apple. Uh, that's your leader. That's your largest company on the planet. And by the way, Apple is down after hours at 1.5% right now on that news. But again, it was an ugly day today. Uh, we had great news yesterday from Microsoft. Microsoft, again, Megatech, right? This is what we're following here. Crushed as well. Microsoft has actually finished a bit higher on the day after being up as much as 6% in the after hours yesterday. And the other big reported today was Tesla. Uh, disappointing. They missed, but you know what? <laughs> It's Tesla, you know, so what, right? It stock's down 6% right now in the after hours, but uh, it, it's, it frankly doesn't matter. Uh, look, in this market, and this is, if you've been joining us, you know, we've been a broken record. We have to say, we have been a broken record for some time. This is that bull market. It's just, it's what we see, it's what we feel. Uh, this is that bull market that, that we think rivals what, what, what I went through from like 95 to, to 2000, the dot-com boom. Uh, pretty much five years of, uh, of boom, boom, boom every day. Certainly the last year and a half of that in the uh, dot-com dot melt-up. But this feels like that. But it feels even more powerful because of liquidity. And, you know, we've come out of coronavirus insanity. We've got another crash behind us. We should, should be smooth sailing. Not that everything's going to go straight up. You get the point I'm making, I hope. But we should have a strong bull market. Hopefully even Joe Biden can't screw up. But, you know, when, when we find out like we did today – that Biden has now put a, a, a drilling ban on federal leases for a total of 700 million acres. And John Kerry uh, trotting him out there as a climate czar. This guy, what, has a yacht? How many mansions? How many planes? Carbon footprint bigger than a whole state of Texas almost. And this is the guy that's going to preach to us about, it's okay, you're going to lose your job in oil and gas, you know, natural resources, but just go get another job. Just go get a job in solar or get a job in windmills. They're more devastating to the, to the environment than oil and gas drilling is. We all know this, right? Boy, these, these, these hypocrites. I, I think if you didn't appreciate Trump while he was here, you're going to. You're really going to. Let's just hope that Biden doesn't send us a, you know, crashing into a, into a Great Depression here. If there's a guy that can do it, probably if there's a group that wants to do it for the Greater Reset, the Great Reset, you know, make us all dependent and desperate on the government. This is the group that would do that. That's our biggest concern because that's what they want, right? Look what they've done to California and New York and dim-run states, and you already see what their playbook is. It's not hard to imagine they want to do this, you know, all over the country and the world. Um, but again, I think a positive here is that people are waking up, you know. People are waking up. That's a good thing. You know, we've got to make sure we stay communicating with each other and not do stupid things with what they want us to do so they can call us all domestic terrorists. Let's communicate. Let's stay in touch. If they shut us out of Twitter and Parler and Facebook. You know what? We'll find other ways to communicate like subreddits, even though now, you know, that's become a very liberal platform. There are still ways we'll find. Um, the other thing that's interesting is Bitcoin. Again, 
Bitcoin leads. For the last, what, three plus years, Bitcoin has led the markets by about a week or so on the upside and downside. We started talking about this last week or last uh, two weeks ago when Bitcoin started getting hit. Remember, it was over 42,000. It fell down to 29,000. It's pretty much where it is now. Kind of a double bottom formation, hopefully, here. But that's a concern. You know, there, there are those concerns. You don't like to see good earnings and see the market sell off. That's, these are all kind of the telltale signs of, of toppy formations. Again, we've got a lot of froth in the market with these short squeezes. Uh, and by the way, the internals today, uh, how interesting is this? So we, 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 we watch this like a hawk. There's really nothing more important to us than the internals and market leadership. The internals, market leadership make up a big, big part of the VR investing system. So check this out. Today, an advanced decline is about what you'd expect. Five to one negative on advanced decline, both NYSE and NASDAQ. But then when you get to 52-week high and lows, uh, today we had, uh, I've got about five pages of notes here from today alone. One of these days, my diary might make up about 30 books. We had 301 stocks hit new 52-week highs to just 88 hitting new 52-week lows. So again, that's a win. Not as great as it has been, but it's still positive. Bit of a lagging indicator, admittedly, but it's still positive. But the, the, the real thing that stands out and I'll walk you through why this is, but it's still positive. Um, volume. NASDAQ volume, even when the NASDAQ today finished lower by 2.6%, again, down 355 points, NASDAQ volume today was positive by 1.5 billion shares. NYSE. NYSE volume was positive by over 1 billion shares. Again, S&P 500 down 2.5%. So, why is that happening? First of all, it's because of the short squeezes. You get so much volume coming into the GameStops and, and, and AMCs, etc. On the buy side, that, that positive volume is, is why it's showing up there. And, of course, it wouldn't show up in, in advanced decline because we're only talking about maybe 10, 20 companies that are kind of being squeezed, right? But we'll still take it as a positive, and that really gives us mixed to positive internals. Tomorrow's going to be important, especially after earnings today. Uh, look, this is uh, February's not a good month. February's not a good month post election years. In a normal post election year, February is the 10th worst month of the year. In a situation where a new president comes in, it's the worst month of the year. So February could be a little ugly. Uh, you know, this is a time to, you know, uh, make sure you have the positions you want to own. You know, and um, we're, I will tell you, we're going to be buyers. We're going to be buyers on a pullback. And uh, we think this market is a major bull market that's going to last a long time. And uh, our biggest concern, you know what it is, his name is Joe Biden. And, and his handlers, really, the, the, he's just a puppet. But the people that, and so she, but the people that run him, those are our biggest concerns. If they want the U.S. to go into a depression, they can probably make that happen. So we have to watch that closely. And uh, next time, maybe everybody should speak up when they try to steal an election. Maybe everybody should speak up instead of cowering, you know. Um, disappointing more people didn't stand up really is. Uh, let's hope we can get past all that without anything really uh, uh, negative happening to the downside. All right, folks. We'll leave you with that. Uh, 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 first, uh, uh, finish with the commodity watch. Uh, gold. Down ten dollars an ounce, eighteen forty. Silver down twenty nine cents at twenty five twenty four. Copper down seven cents at three fifty four a pound. 
Oil flat at 52.66. And Bitcoin down 1,000, 30,968 right now. Uh, hit a low again today of 29.2. That may be a double bottom. Let's hope for it. Let's hope it is. That'd be good for the markets. Folks, as always, appreciate you joining us. Join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. My name is Kip Harridge. Please keep your feedback coming. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.